Ireland's Classic Hits Radio, it's Trina Mara and Vera Keohan is back with us from Enjoy Your Home. This lady is a professional organiser and uh, we've been speaking for a good few years now, Vera, because you were, I think you were one of the first people in Ireland to go and do the Marie Kondo uh, course and you were telling me before you had to organise your whole home to do that, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. That's right, Trina. That was back in 2018 when I took myself off to New York to train with Marie Kondo. And so much has happened since then. Um, At the time, I was a nurse and midwife. And since then, I have resigned from my nursing profession and I've started my own business called Enjoy Your Home because there's such a big demand out there for my service, which is absolutely great. And I'm enjoying every minute of it. Well, I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one with a house that's full of clutter. Because if if there's a business in this, there must be a lot of people that are kind of in that situation. What are you seeing, Vera, then? The biggest problem people have in their homes then? People are just time short. Both parents are normally out of the house now working. And sometimes it's not even people with children. It's people that are empty nesting. They're completely overwhelmed by what's happening in their homes at this stage of their lives. It's people that are living alone. They might be getting a flatmate to live with them or sometimes a partner. I had a request recently from a guy who said, my girlfriend is coming to live with me, but I need to get this place sorted before she comes. <laughs> Give and her an inch room in the wardrobe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought, what a great phone call to get. This yeah. guy was actually going to get the place organised before she came. So we set up a great system for them and he has all these skills going forward, how to fold her stuff, how to put things away. I think she's going to be hugely impressed. Very good, very <laughs> so good. So it's everyone from every walk of life. Yeah, so it's the time poor. Now, there are some people who are great at getting rid of stuff. You know, as soon as they realise something is not needed anymore, out it goes. Now, for me, yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm like, but what if? What if we need it one day? You know, there's always that. Yeah. And then you end up with so much stuff that you can't even see the wood for the trees. Yes, yeah. Well, there are there are certain groups of people who are great at clearing the decks and getting rid of stuff and they sometimes can be a bit too drastic and they frighten the life out of the other people who are <laughs> nervous to throw away things. But mm-hmm. really, when it comes down to it, if we fear throwing away things, it's like we fear the future and we just don't want to let go of the past. So there's two kinds of people. There are those that actually don't want to get rid of things and there are those that can't get rid of things. And the third type of person is a mixture of those two people, which are normally the people that I visit in their homes. Consumerism has a lot to answer for because it's really made us believe that happiness lies in having things. And it has failed to teach us that happiness actually lies in not having things. What we decide to keep and the amount of possessions we decide to hold on to is really a question of how we're going to live our lives going forward. Because the more you have, the more occupied you are. And the less you have, the more simplified your life is and the easier it is going forward. So that's what I want to get across to people. Buying things and having more things and more things is never, ever going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Do you find, Vera, when you're going into people's homes and they're obviously calling you in because they're in trouble, I mean, they need to sort out their lives. Do you find yeah. that there's, number one, there's a lot of overwhelm there, but also this idea of, well, I mean, that cost me a lot of money. Might as well flush money down the toilet here now by getting rid of that, mm-hmm. by putting it into the charity shop, by putting it in a skip, you know, these free cycle things. Maybe I could sell it. <laughs> and you know yeah, full well you they'll can. never sell yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell it too. But look, what's important to remember here is that the money is spent. It's gone. So whatever's going to happen this item, it's not going to make you any richer, it's not going to make you any poorer. 
But I do recommend to clients to sell stuff on Vinted. There's lots of sites that you can sell things on that you can actually make money on. Now, lots of people make money on clutter, but with the clients that I'm working with, you're dead right in that they actually don't have the headspace. If I gave them a list of things to sell and this to do and that to donate, it's not much help to them. Mm, it would Even never be done. That say, it will never be done. Even people that say, I, I want to keep that for my sister and I'm giving that to my cousins and that, I'm like, hang on a minute now. Where did your sister live? Yeah. Oh, she lives in Kerry and I won't see her for three months. I said, so you're going to let that bag sit there for three months. So I'm like, your sister in Kerry, I don't know. Just and does the sister in Kerry even want it? That's another thing because you get people well, that's who are, another thing. Yeah, you take in yeah. the hand-me-downs from other people and you're already drowning mm. in your own clutter. <laughs> Absolutely. And you need to be able to be a ruthless editor of what you allow into your home. I think especially people that announce that they're pregnant or they're having a baby, before they know it, they're inundated yeah. with other people's cast-offs. Oh God, I'll never forget being given a big bag of baby grows and they should have been in the in the dump. They were gone yeah, so bad at that point. It was like, really? I think I could just get so, new baby grows. <laughs> absolutely. And for a new baby, it's nice to have a few new bits anyway, new nice white clean yeah, things. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm a big believer now in re- reusing and recycling, but I would never offload what I'm finished with to somebody just because I feel they need it. Only mm. if someone asks for something, if they need it, if you see that they want this, great. But yeah. if not, take it to charity or sell it. Right, Vera, yeah. I have a question yeah. now before you even go on. How do you say no to people that you don't want the stuff without offending them, though? <laughs> um, you just literally say no. You have that conversation with them. I think decluttering and getting organised is the topic of conversation for 2024. Yeah. And it's no shame to say, look, we're actually trying to live with less. We're inundated here. We just don't have the space. So thanks very much for thinking of us, but no. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, but the, the charity shop now would, would love that. But unfortunately, we've yeah, no space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some people find it hard to say no. They actually want to see what's in those bags. You know, <laughs> even I myself, when I'm putting stuff into the charity, and I still do frequently, my sisters might say, oh, can I have a look? I'm like, no, you actually can't have a look. Yeah. Now, <laughs> can I, can I ask you something honestly now, Vera? Because you've obviously done mm-hmm. big declutures and all, but I, I suspect that you're probably always been neat and tidy given that you, you love doing this, this is now your career. But have you ever gotten rid of anything that, that springs to mind where you thought, oh, I shouldn't have gotten rid of that? Yes, I have. Oh, you have? Actually. See, this is I the have. problem. I this have. is what we're all worried have. about. <laughs> it wasn't a problem, okay? It, yeah. it was fine. It, it, was, it wasn't a problem. But what I did when I was going through my own kitchen, when it came to my baking trays, I came across this Christmas cake tin and it, it wasn't in great shape. I mean, it was actually like rusty and there was butter paper stuck to it. Mm. It was one my own mother had had, but I, of sentimental value, thought I'd keep that, I'd keep that now forever. But when I actually looked at it, I'm like, this is in a bad, bad way. It has to go. And I actually threw it out. Mm. And it was months later when I was making my own Christmas cake and I'm like, oh my God, I did all mixed in the bowl and I thought, Jesus, I have no tin. <laughs> <laughs> because I never replaced it. Yeah. But since then I have. Yeah. So look, most things can be replaced. And yeah. even for my own wedding dress, you know, a lot of people would say, if in doubt, throw it out. That's yeah. not my mantra at all. My mantra is, if in doubt, hold on to it. Because it took me nearly 30 years to part with my own wedding dress. I have done it now recently, only in the last year or two, donated it to charity. But it took me that long and we were moving house and I thought, you know, I just don't want to keep moving this from pillar to post and it sat there long enough and some of this might knock a turn out of it. But I wasn't ready before then to do it. And was that so emotional then to do that, even after all these years? Um, no, no, the time was right, it right, felt yeah. right, the shoes, the veil, the hat, the whole lot went with it. It felt right. But if someone had taken it from me or if the decision was made for me before then, 
I, it would have been probably a little bit more traumatic. Yeah. But no, I felt great. So I came on my stories on Instagram and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I've done today. And so many people were like, oh my God, this is great to know yeah. that you kept things this long. So at the end then, Vera, when you've gone in and you've done this, and I, I saw on your Instagram the other day, you went into a lady's house and she was mm-hmm. feeling like she needed to get her house in order. Because as you said, she didn't want her children to be left with dealing with this mess. But yes. you were saying that you, you, it was a seven bags or something that you, you got together in no time at all. You need somebody like you to come in because we procrastinate. I'm going to say, oh, I'll do well, that, that now next my, week. Um, but it'll take us a year yeah. to get that many bags organised. It would, or they might sit in your car or sit or whatever. So what mm. I what I give is accountability. So that was my fifth session with that lady. And she was retired and uh, she had a lot of things. She's into music and all sorts of different things. So she had collections of everything, but they were all very important to her. But she had got to a stage where she couldn't function in her own home. So um, she called me and we are together working through her items and making great progress. And every time she said, if you weren't here with me doing this, I would not be doing it. But I need to do it. You know, she recently had a bereavement herself and she was just made very acutely aware of what happens after someone dies and what becomes of their possessions. And it just struck a chord with her thinking, God, what if something happens to me? Who's going to yeah. deal with this? And it's just and she stuff, didn't want it? to leave it for anyone else. Yeah, it's yeah. just stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm it's sure that like the, the bags, the clothes and that, people will probably tend to, oh, I might just take that top out. I might wear that again. And before you know yeah. it, the bag is emptied. So you need to kind of get it into the charity shop there and then. Yeah, no, all those bags went directly into her car that day and she was taking them and I was taking more stuff away that needed to go leave her home. Mm-hmm. And I have left her with a list to do before the next day of things. I actually only messaged her lately yeah. <laughs> to say, how are you getting on? Are you making your way through the list? So, they get the accountability from me and they just feel great when they can say, I've that done, I've that done. What else now do you want me to do before yeah. the next day? Yeah, lists are good, lists aren't are they? Great. Yeah. Yeah, but there's always something good on the list for the person as well. I always say, have a bath, buy yourself a bunch of flowers, say thank you to you for taking the steps for doing this. I know it's not easy, but the reward will be great. I have a question then, Vera, about, you know, when you start tackling this yourself and you might have, a, you know, the whole house to sort out, not just one room. Or, um, yeah. How do you make sure you don't run out of steam? I think that's what happens to me. I'm like, right, I'm going to do it today. And then you just get absolutely so tired a couple of hours in that you give up and then you feel like you got nowhere. I know that happens and that is a very good question. Um, I think the best thing to do is do categories. Now, I learned about the categories through working through the Marie Kondo method. And for me and for a lot of clients, it works great because it's bite-sized pieces. So it's little and often and you just get empowered by doing that. So, I mean, if it's, for instance, your cutlery drawer, just take everything out of just that drawer today and say, look, we don't need all these plastics, but how many straws do you need? And wipe it down and only put back what you need. That's enough done. If I'm not with a client, I just say, look, an hour and a half is enough for you to do alone because you do run out of steam and you do run out of energy and you just get completely overwhelmed. But small things like that, I when I'm giving my talks, I say to people, do outside your front door, wash the window, put a nice plant there and make a welcome on the mat for people that are coming. And for yourself mainly, you're doing it for you, not for people, that, but, but for everyone. Yeah. Um, but something small like that that will give you a sense of achievement at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Something small. So what, a bed locker is another great place to start. Yeah. Beside your bed. Yeah, so, but leave it at that then. Do you prefer then, Vera, because a couple of my friends, they have different ways of doing it when they're doing mm-hmm. the declutter in their house and then the big clean or whatever. 
do you start upstairs and move downstairs or would you go the other way around? Because I would always now, I would always say, oh, downstairs, because if anybody called, at least the downstairs would be clean and tidy. <laughs> Do you know that kind of way? But a friend yeah. of mine was saying, no, she always starts upstairs because then she has to do the downstairs no matter what. It has to get done well, and she won't give up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. Yeah. Um, I work with the clients, whatever they ask me to do. And funny enough, now most of them will say, oh, I do the kitchen, do the kitchen. The, the kitchen seems to be um, a big bugbear for a lot of them. Mm. But when I talk to them on the phone and I find out exactly what's going on in the house, I'll try and swing them towards the bedroom because the bedroom is supposed to be a sanctuary where we go to relax and recuperate. And if your bedroom is full of clutter, dust, things on the floor, even if you get up in the morning and you can't find the socks and the underwear that you're looking for, you've already raised your cortisol levels before you've opened the door of that bedroom. Yeah, stress already, yeah. So, yeah, I will encourage to start in the bedroom and once you've done that, you can then help other people. Like, oftentimes mothers will say, oh, you should do the boys' room and the girls' room and this. Just do your own first because it's like putting on your oxygen mask on the airplane. Put on your own mask first and then you can help the others. Yeah. And you know, we were on yeah. the show last week, we were only talking to a sleep expert. Denise Jordash was her name and she was talking mm-hmm. about the importance of a clean and tidy bedroom to get good sleep. The amount of people who got on to me on the show messaging in um, saying that they they terrible trouble sleeping and she was saying your bedroom has to be a place where it's calm clean mm-hmm. and this is why when people go to hotels they have a we rest there because there's no joke yeah. <laughs> we love it yeah. yeah and there's nothing there so yeah so the bedroom's up. a good place to start it yeah. is a good place to start yeah. and a lot of people um, they're too embarrassed to let you into their bedroom they're just like oh my god I've tidied before you come here but yeah. look everybody is actually in the same boat um, and I'm sure you've seen it all, Vera, have you? You've seen it all. I have. Yeah. I've seen it all. I really have. And um, it, it's fixable. It's doable. But the first thing you have to do is reach out for help. And then the other thing I just want to tell you is for those people that fear that a professional organiser is going to come in and tell you to get rid of everything, that's not the case at all. As long as you enjoy something, as long as you use something, I find a place to put it in your home where it will continue to bring you joy and you can use it and get at it when you need it. Yeah. You know? What's the reaction then at the end, Vera, when, when a job is complete? Like, what's the feedback that you get from people? Because I, I, I hear it's it's life-changing. I know that, that telly show, um, Home Rescue, you know, where they go in and they declutter yes. and they get a new kitchen yeah. or whatever. I actually bumped into a lady who appeared on that show in the last series. Um, would you believe yeah. she was collecting for charity one day? And I recognised it. I was like, are you the girl? Okay. And she yeah. was like, yeah. And, and her house was particularly bad now and they decluttered the whole thing. And she said to me, you would not believe it. This has changed our life. It literally changed her life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was thinking, you know, yeah. like it, it really must change some people's lives. It absolutely does. But, you know, if people ring me and they're looking for a voucher for their mother or this and that and the other, I'm like, I have to talk to your mother. She has to be on board. It has to come from yourself. It has to come from within and you really have to want to do this. So nobody else can decide for you. But once you decide that you want to do it, I'd say reach out for help because it's difficult to do alone, it's tenacious, it's exhausting, but somebody will guide you, or the professional organiser will guide you and direct you in the right direction so you will keep at it and keep doing it and you will feel the benefit. Like those home rescue shows, they have teams of people working yeah. to get yeah. the job done. For a lot of people, they think, I'm going to do a bit of spring cleaning, I'm going to do a bit of painting, we're going to get an extension. That's not going to fix anything. <laughs> 
first thing that has to be done. Do you know what? You must be listening to my phone calls with my husband. I'm like, if only we had an extension now. (laughs) We don't need an extension. We just need to get rid of all the rubbish. You do, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, by listening to me now, you might be encouraged to do a small little bit. You know, because, um, yeah, it definitely, definitely makes a difference. And at different stages of life, people's eyes are opened a bit wider. You know, there could be some nice events. There could be visitors coming. There could be a baby coming. There could be sickness in the home. Things like that that would spur you on to do something. But the best time to do it is when you've nothing happening. And then your life kind of begins to fall into place because, God forbid, if something happens down the road, at least your home is a place where you can relax and enjoy. Yeah, Yeah. you have a spare room there available if somebody needs to come and stay at the last minute or something. Because, I mean, there has definitely been times for me where somebody might need to, they can't get a taxi home or whatever and they need to stay. And you're like, oh, good God, the spare room, she can't get into it. You know, and you're like, oh, God, what are we going to do here? Wouldn't it be lovely just to think, do you know what? There's a guest room there, always ready, always ready to go. I'd say your home is gorgeous now, Vera, is it? Um, We we live in a lovely home, but like, it's it's not Instagrammable. You know, my home is a home and that's why I call my business Enjoy Your Home. It's a place where you just go to relax and recuperate and you can invite family and friends in with no shame. So it's nice to have reached this stage in life where that can happen because I was at a stage as well of as if there was a knock at the door, if there was someone coming, I'm like, oh my God, I might see. But now because I've so much less stuff, less mess, the kids have grown up a bit. It's definitely a bit easier as they grow up a little bit more. It's actually lovely. Mm-hmm. But we are selling our house shortly. We are downsizing again <laughs> to a smaller home. I think I spoke um, to you the last time you were moving house. Yeah. This is ga- you're moving again? Yeah. We are moving again. We're downsizing to a much smaller property just Basically, we're almost empty nesters and the kids are home at Christmas and like lads, you clear out those wardrobes. They're living in San Diego. Both boys cleared out everything. They left two boxes. I said, you can keep two boxes each and that's it because I'm not dealing with this going <laughs> forward and moving it with me. So they did. And um, yeah, we'll be moving very soon and we're going to do a big renovation within the next year and it'll be a forever much smaller space for us going forward. So I'm looking wow. forward to that. Wow. Big, God. big changes. Do you know what? It'll be another conversation another day. The empty nesters yeah. and the fact that the grown-up children have left all their stuff in the attic. <laughs> We've an awful habit of doing that, don't we? That, well, it strikes a chord with a lot of people, especially now when I was working as a community nurse. Um, my eyes were wide open to elderly people living in houses that were no longer suitable for them. They yeah. might have had to install a stair lift or put a bathroom downstairs. But all these decisions could have been made, you know, a lot sooner and maybe got a smaller property or whatever. But for a lot of them, the bedrooms were as their children left them with yeah. all of the clothes and belongings in them. Now, these children were in their 40s and 50s with clothes of their own. The brass posters were so, still on the wall. The yeah. <laughs> My motto is if someone doesn't live with you, neither should their stuff, basically. Can I so, tell you, I, um, have a, I have a friend and um, her brothers moved out 30 odd years ago. And they still yeah. have their college folders in the house. And they're like, oh, oh no, God. don't get rid of them. Are you really going yeah. to need them? That's one of the things that can be discarded are all college notes and everything. To Gone. Do with them. Uh, they Gone. can all just go, go, mm. go. Yeah. The thing is, they're going to have to clear that out at some point anyway. You know, if their parents are gone before them or whatever, that's going to be their job. Now. So yeah. it's going do to it be, you know, anything they can do in the meantime. Great. Vera, I yeah, will let you go and get back to it. Do you want to give us your details there if anybody would like to book you in uh, to help them out? And wh- what kind of areas do you go to as well? Because I know you're based okay. in Cork. 
Thanks, Trina. Um, my business is called Enjoy Your Home, and the reason I call it that is because that is my wish for everybody, is to be able to relax in their own home, surrounded by the things and people that they love. I'm based in Cork. I live in Kinsale, and I do mainly all of Munster. I have gone to Dublin in the past to do a few clients in Dublin as well, but mainly Munster, Kerry, Waterford, Tipperary, all around that area. So I'm on Instagram called Enjoy Your Home also and Facebook so people can reach out. I offer a 30-minute phone consult to a lot of people that are just interested or want to dip their toe in the water and see what's involved because they're a bit nervous. So after talking to me, all that's dispelled and whether they book or not, I'll offer that free consultation. Oh, very so good. So it's a good way of just finding out what's the story, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's yeah. great. And then hopefully then going forward, if they manage to clear the stuff, they'll kind of think twice before buying new stuff and bringing new stuff into the home. Well, it it's is. nice to, it's it's nice to treat yourself the odd time, but there's no yeah, point in exactly. doing this if you're going to constantly be in pennies bringing stuff in every weekend. No, it's a big wake up call when you do this because you you either wide open to the amount of money that you have already spent on items and what it's doing to you. So a lot of people consider it a form of therapy because they are, you know, almost getting cured going forward because by the time they've gone to the charity shop with all the bags, they've gone to the dump, they've gone to the recycling, I don't want to go through all this again. So they will think long and hard before they spend their long on good hard-earned money on uh, frivolous things again. All right, Vera, you've inspired us today. We're going to get at it. We'll send you pictures, let you know how we get on. Thanks so Thanks much for so coming much, on. Gina. Absolutely. See Not you now. Thank Take you care. It's Ireland's Classic Kids Radio.